You are listening to Vicky Goes On and On with Vicky Stokes and James Wells. I was going to say, if it starts getting hot, we can just pause it and you can get some air and then... Uh, well, I'll open the window I, for a stack, I suppose. I suppose this is for entertainment purposes. <laughs> it's just, I know people are fucking whinge. I'm bollocks are really, but, you know. Oh, that's nice. Have you heard the expression, don't be a James? No. No, me neither. Have you just made it out then? No. <laughs> Do you know a thing called Quora? It's like Yahoo mm. Answers, less insane. Yeah. I get that. I got this thing from Quora and it said, what does don't be a James mean? And I was like, what? I've never heard of it. And it was basically don't be a James Blunt. So I understand that. Oh, Cockney Rhyme is saying, yes. Yeah. But I was yeah. like, I've never heard don't be a James. I haven't. Um, I you're called James. But if it's, if it's specific to uh, James Blunt, then. Fine. Well, obviously I understand like. You know, don't be anything that rhymes with UNT. <laughs> um, I once, I once, I, I used to work in an antiques warehouse and somebody rang up and they said, can I speak to Mike, please? And I said, I'm sorry, nobody by that name works here. And, um, and they said, his surname's Hunt. And I went, oh, I see. No, Bye. Oh really? They were Mike Hunt. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Fuck!" I was born yesterday. My, but um... I did feel like I was in um, oh, in Moe's bar. I was going to say in The Simpsons. Yeah, I don't think they've ever used the Mike one. <laughs> no, the R-rated Simpsons. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they don't use that word over there as much as they do here. You know, because it's so offensive over there. It is. It's like in bridesmaids when she says it. You're like, whoa, you know. It's so but funny. I do, I do feel that in the past few years, that word has been a, a little bit desensitized. Um, I remember a Over time. There. No, here. I'd be, I remember a time when, you know, women that I knew used to get so offended by that word. But I actually hear a lot of women say it now. Um, yeah, I think, I think, and maybe bridesmaids has got something to do with that, you know. Um People are, are quite used to saying that word. I don't know. Maybe because of like the area that I'm from, or I've got four brothers, but we always said it. And I'm not particularly offended. We say prick and cunt so much. Really? Yeah. And also, it depends, in my opinion, on the inflection. I could be like, all right, you can't. And that's yeah, more yeah, friendly. Yeah. Yeah, of course it's friendly. Hmm. But like the I was fact talking that... to Kelly, I was talking to Kelly earlier, and I was like, "You can make any word sound offensive, of course, if you use the right inflection." I could be but... like, "You're such a fucking woman." Yeah, especially if you're English. Like, oh, yeah, you're the English right. are very good at that. <laughs> yes. Um, but even so, saying that in a in a kind of jovial way. Um, oh no, over there you would not. No, no, no. But that's what I mean. A few, you know, not a few years ago, but I remember a time when. And maybe it was because I was a kid and you don't hear it often. But as far as I know, even when I was a teenager, as far as I know, people weren't using that word as a, for a joke or a laugh. It was still quite, oh. Maybe, maybe, you know, in, you know. maybe in Gravesend. Yeah, but, yeah I was going to say. Not in the avenue. <laughs> it's a bit posh. We were all like, you fucking yeah. cunt. Yeah. Oh, I think it's I used posh. to have I used to have a T-shirt that had um, the word unt written on it, U-N-T. 
and then mm. it had at the end of T, it had a small um, copyright symbol. So C. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 So un, un copyright, um, which I bought from Camden Market, um, and that was my favourite T-shirt. It was navy and it had yellow writing, and it was great. I uh, love it. And I think I wore it, to, wore it to school once as well for a, for a concert. No, no. I think they'd passed caring at that point. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, probably. So. Right, this is my fourth corona. That's all right. Thanks. Thanks for your um, encouragement. Um, so we're actually here to talk about um, men and being a man well the point i suppose is being a man in 2020 and you're a man and it's 2020 very true so i mean are we being <laughs> are we being specific to 2020 because no no you, do you mean more um, than but the like in the 21st, the 21st century, century yeah but it's a long but the 21st century is a long time so i don't want this to feel outdated in 2030 where maybe it'll be something different. But it's still going to be the 21st century. No, but... It'll be dated when, when we get to 2100 no, and people are listening to this. Yeah. yeah. I wonder what but, we'll be talking about then. But I mean... <laughs> yeah. beyond. Well, yeah. when I'm part of the singularity... Um, well, we, yeah, we've said this, haven't we? I mean, we'll be, yeah, we'll be part yeah. of it together, so... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that'll be fine. We'll just update. We'll just have a new episode. Yeah. But um, but I do mean sort of specifically nowadays, I guess, you know? And In so more recent it, times, it's become more yes. prominent. I mean, I remember back hasn't in it? It? 1998, 96, there was an episode of the... So I... I the final trilogy, and I and you can argue uh, black and blue with me, but it is the final trilogy of Only Fools and Horses. When they were I'm not a fan. listen, listen, when they got when when they came into the money and stuff, yeah. and they walked off into yeah. the sunset, could have left it yeah. there, and they brought out that yeah. shit well, afterwards. I mean, so, I think they should have left it. The a long time before well, that. The final trilogy was was perfect. And there was an episode in the final trilogy called Modern Man. And it's all about mm. Del Boy um, reading this book and trying to be a modern man. And that was such a new thing, you know, back in mm. the 90s. Nowadays, it's pretty, you know, you hear about it all the time. Old-fashioned, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, it's true. So um, I've got questions to fire at you because you're the man and you're the one in, in this in this podcast yeah yes or you the man and and outside of the podcast i'm also a man <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for clarifying that's that. fine um so one of them you're not aware of because i just thought of it um have you ever grown a beard james out of interest um i've i've attempted to grow a beard um i am i've uh, seen you be more stubbly than you currently are today yeah i mean would you be i I get it a lot and i can see where people are coming from would you agree in that i don't look my age i look a bit younger than what i am yes um also, that is, I always forget how old you are. So, but part of well, I'm 34, almost 35. Oh, 34. But I often get, um, yeah, I, have, I often get 28. 
and I think, yeah, I often get ID'd and all that kind of stuff. Um, still, um, one of the reasons, yeah, me too, but also I think as well that having being clean shaven all the time obviously helps to look younger. Um, but I can't grow a beard, so I, um, what do you mean you can't? What happens? It what happens gets, if you don't it, shave? Well, it gets a little bit stubbly. And, I've seen but it, that, but it's quite patchy as well, so it doesn't join up. And because, comp- um, unlike my hair, the the stubble's already gone like white. Which, and, for white those of you who've gray. never seen James, it's it's he's very hairy. He's got a lot of hair. There is <laughs> on, on the head, on hair. the head, on the head. Um, yeah, but, yeah, you're not Robin Williams. But, it, but what, what have I got? It's like a brownie mousy brown cut i guess i don't know um, yeah, I, yeah but the the stubble is very white and gray already and because, oh, but i like because, that but because of all the whites the stubble that i do get oh i see can't yeah. fucking see so i've given up so um, have you ever tried to grow a mustache yeah that that looks strange and pervacious i think mustaches <laughs> are weird Every everybody that I see either looks like Ned Flanders yeah. or someone in the Village People. Yeah, or Peter. Or Flanders. you know those fucking. Oh, I really hate them. They make my skin crawl. You know these guys. No offense to those people that have them. They've got like the weird twirly handlebar. Oh, stuff. like um. Like, I just think, like oh a, fuck off, you like know. Like a kind of Salvador Dali kind of thing. Um, yes, he's the only one I'll accept it from. But um, hipsters do it, don't they? And older men that want to, older men that want to be trendy, they do it as well. <sighs> do you know what? I've no, got, just, I've I got a friend, I've got a friend creepy. that does it, and he looks really good. But he's got the whole retro thing going. Yeah, it works for him. You have to. But it's very, it's very. I think my problem with it, and no disrespect to your friend, I'm sure he's lovely because he's your friend but there's something about it that's very try hard and i find that quite tiring not tiresome no, i know you I, mean yeah, it yeah, exhausts yeah. me to think about it's like women who put a full face of makeup every day mm. i just think you look great but fucking hell is it yeah. really worth waking up an hour early well so i mean you put your foundation and your thing and the thing and the eyelashes and the but oh now, my god! Nowadays, uh, men wear makeup as well, don't they? And they're comfortable. They yeah. certainly do. Uh, so. And I don't think it's right. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I, on the one hand, I couldn't care less. But on the other hand, I do think, don't bother. Really? Just have a wash. No, but that's all I ask yeah. for a man. So, so, just have a wash. Why are you asking about the beard then? Uh, because today is, um, I was on Twitter as so I national pointed beard out to you. It's like National Weird Beard Day. No. And I thought, oh, I wonder if James has ever, because I've never seen him no. with a beard. And I would like to know. The thing is, it's more curiosity than anything. I'd like to know what I look like with a full on beard. And then once I know, yeah. I'll either like it or I'll just shave off. So, but I don't know. So, no. Yeah, but you never bothered. No. I asked my brother, um, Philip and my brother Stephen, years ago, um, have you ever tried to grow a beard? And both of them answered as as though I'd asked them, have you ever tried to drown a cat? You know, they were just like, what? No, uh, 
And I was like, all right, I'm just fucking. So they, they, like, if I, if I could grow a beard, which I cannot, I've tried, I've got one hair that comes in a bucket. Yeah. Um, but you know, if I was a, if I was a bloke, I'd want to know just out of curiosity, as you say, Philip said that, you know, it gets to a point where it's really itchy. And I've heard this from people who I know who have grown beards Mm. and they're like, yeah, you've just got to get past that point. But I think my brothers are just like, I don't want to get past that point. It's just itchy. And then I shave it and that's it. I think it was about three months and it was pretty much what you see now. I'm like, no, I'm bored of this now. It's not happening. So, so yes, I have attempted to grow one. So why are you offended by men that wear makeup? I'm not offended. Cause, I just cause, think they shouldn't bother. But surely that's, I mean, that's no different. I guess you, you saying that about women though. Um, yeah. Um, but as you can probably tell, because you've seen me in real life and you can see me here, mm. I don't really bother to wear makeup. I can't be bothered. And I, and I think it's because it's a reaction to my mum who always wears a full face of makeup. So is it and almost she, like a form of rebellion then? Maybe, but not consciously. No. I, um, it, it's just that it takes up so much of her time. Like, we would go food shopping on a Saturday, as, mm. you know, uh, a wife does yep. in a sort of traditional setup. And as the youngest girl, I would go with her. And it would take my mum, like, an hour to get ready and i always just used to think why we're just gonna go buy some bread and beef and you know carrots who cares you never know you're gonna bump into the woman's married (laughs) who is she gonna no no i'm not talking no but just in general you know if she bumps into like someone a friend from work or or like someone another parent from the school but like oh you know i need to my best yeah but if you always look your best in my opinion, if you always look your best, then when you like go out, out, mm. there's nowhere more to go. Do you know what I mean? Yes, but also there opinion. was that generation of I know that, that would it. wear a suit every day, and you see the old boys, you know, still wearing a suit, and all they're doing is going down to the shops to pick up a newspaper to the bookies you know that that was that was recreation clothes nowadays it's like shorts of course and that's it oh i know um but that's that's uh, but then that that's when um men were i guess hardier um they i think there was a bit more order back then so it was kind of like this is what you do but do regardless you, do of how you, not- you feel about things this is this is what you do. Keep your feelings in. You wear a suit. You go out. You work. You come back. Do you not agree though that that is because of the war? I think part of it is. Yeah, definitely. Um, because uh, it, isn't it interesting that after the Second World War is when men, certainly in this country, stopped wearing hats, and um, a, a sort of um, anecdotal story about that is because it reminded a lot of men about being in the war in, in, in the army and being sort of subservient, wearing a hat and all that sort of, you know, take your hat off and all that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. 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 So it was like a reaction against the whole war thing. But, 
Um, one of the other things that I, I wanted to um, discuss with you is what what does being manly mean nowadays to you and, oh, okay. and your male friends? Um, because you you know you were saying that that's sort of you know what you just said is one definition of being a man, mm. which is kind of different nowadays, isn't it? So what does yeah, being I mean? I do think things go around in circles. I mean, once upon a time, mm. you know, um, you men, men, men was wearing makeup when they years ago, you know, That's I'm, true. I'm, I'm yeah. thinking, I'm thinking of like, you know, Egyptian times, Egyptian yep, times, for example. And then if you fast forward, to, ancient you Egyptian know, times, obviously um, Egyptian. ancient Egyptian times, if you, yeah. if you fast forward to, you know, you know, Louis the 14th, you know, yes. That, yep. Yep. That yeah, kind true. of era, you know, men were comfortable doing that. And it goes around in circles. And then you get to the point of the, you know, by by the time you get to the the late 19th century, yeah. you know, Victorian times, men have started then to become very, you know, the wigs have gone or are going and men are starting to become more manly again that you know that the old school manly you know um stiff upper lip that kind of thing and as you say after the the second world war these things start to die down i wonder whether some of it has a is a knock-on effect from um you know two world wars that are, are quite close to each other in terms of mm. you know yeah there's only 20 yeah. years yeah um and then you've got things, you know, the aftermath of that, you've got like PTSD, things like that. And then mm. gradually over mm. time out of, out of the woodwork comes talking about feelings and mental health issues and stuff. And that it's not just women that are emotional because, you know, the, the men that have seen these, these horrific um, things during war, it's emotional. It's an emotional thing. And mm -hmm. to keep it to keep it hidden is not a good thing. Um but and do I think you not over think time men still keep things hidden. Yes, they do. And and I think a lot of that is a stigma from years gone by. Um and I think a lot of it is to do with generation. I think it's got a lot to do with, well, you know, it's very hard to get out of Oh, my father did that, so I have to do mm -hmm. this. It is, um, and right. it, you know, um, I do think some of it's in our DNA as well. I do think that for men, there's always when it comes to things like looking after your your family, looking after you know mm. uh, your wife, your your girlfriend, your partner. You always want to feel like you're the breadwinner. You're the there is mm. there is a, there is a you know there is a dear. I mean, I'm I'm very much. Or I do, mean, but do you not very, think that that is because of society has yes. told you that that's the way that it is, rather yeah. than your DNA? Maybe you know, maybe. like it's it's because I'm sure that there are some societies where it that's not the case. That hasn't been drilled into them from a young age. Yeah, and you know the the sort of the culture isn't the man is the breadwinner no um and so yeah and and so if it is from society we are society we can change we that. can change that i mean i guess you know what well, you could be right because i mean for me i've always looked at everyone as equal like no one you know i don't i don't think anyone should be treated differently and i never have um and i will no. make, i will make sure that my children uh, well, I will try to, to, you know, teach my children that as well. But you could be right that 
then you probably probably are right that you know it is a society thing growing up so it might not have anything to do with dna you know um it's got thing it's got everything to do with what you see on the tv you know newspapers mm. growing up and that's what you're used to and that reinforces it doesn't yeah. it i mean in answer to your question uh when you you asked about um what, a what does being man, manly mean yeah nowadays um i honestly can't tell you i can tell you what what i feel as a man and I, and and again I, I i feel like everyone should be equal i don't think it's wrong to cry and i often do it and i do it even more as i've got older um i cry mm. at any old film now it's ridiculous wow. um you know you know and I'm, I'm comfortable doing that um i'm comfortable wearing makeup and when yeah. i say makeup i'm talking about if i've got a spot on my face i'll wear a bit mm. of concealer and give a fuck doesn't mm. bother me i think people i think men are comfortable i think I wouldn't say it's 50-50, but I think it, it depends on, on the way you look at it. I think in a positive way, there's a lot more, um, there's a lot more celebrities. There's a lot more um, people that have got a broad appeal that have made it a bit easier to be, mm. to be who you want to be and, and, and be comfortable in that and still be a man. Um, you know, and I think things do evolve over time. Like, for instance, when I get together with my friends, the boys, we hug each other when we see each other. And it's mm. a very normal thing to do. Um, I've had very emotional conversations with my best friends before, and it's been comfortable. Good. Um, Good. However, there have been times dur during them emotional conversations where um, it's almost like... Um, I mean, for uh, I won't, I'll say DNA, but it, as we've said, it might not be mm. DNA. It could be societal. Mm. It could be just that thing that's embedded into your brain from mm. growing up. There's been times having an emotional conversation that one of us will go, "Oh, just sort yourself out, come on," as a, as a, as a laugh. It's almost of to, bro to break the tension. Because it's yes, yes. You know, of that. Emotion. I understand no. that. However, I, fundamentally, I have a tendency. The to point do that. is. And, but fundamentally, the point is, we still feel comfortable enough to have that conversation. Yes. Years ago, no, and that wouldn't have thing. been the case. That would not have been the case. And I, and I find it really heartening to hear. I mean, even even people that I know that are like proper like blokey blokes. Yeah. Who say to me, oh, yeah, no, but, you know, I was just checking in on them but to make sure they're okay. And I'm like, oh, that's so beautiful. Like, that's yeah. that's good, good. Yeah. Because the big, the biggest killer of young men, mm. the biggest killer of men between the ages of 18 and 40 is suicide. Really? And I think it's horrendous that that's the case. And it doesn't surprise me that that's the case, but it it, it is part of the fact that men tend not to share their emotions and because it's weak mm. and it, do you know what it isn't weak to share your emotions no. and i you know I, maybe because i'm from a very boy family mm. because there are more boys than girls um i i get it i understand why you wouldn't want to be vulnerable yeah but it's so important to be vulnerable with your friends because they're, they've only got your best interests at heart. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. they're not your friends, right? No, of course. of course. Right? <laughs> of course. And it isn't weak to be like, you know what? I'm not feeling great. And I need 
help and mm. and sometimes all that that person needs is a hug and a cry and then they can get on with their lives instead of ending their lives because they felt that it was too weak for them or too feminine for them to ask their mates for help and so i'm a big i'm a big um advocate for you know men's mental health because mm. because i know that women have we also have mental health issues of course yes. but we are better at being be proper support networks for each other mm. and i know that that's true i've seen it to be true and um and so i just yeah i just think it, it is so important to to like forget the fact that crying is feminine otherwise why do men have tear ducts i mean you know we're all capable yeah, yeah, of, of do you know what i mean like and and i don't know about you but sometimes you just have a good cry you feel so much better you, afterwards you do feel better i mean uh, good, having, it, a, having a cry doesn't solve a problem if you're crying no. over a problem it doesn't solve it but it yeah. makes you feel better you've released some tension yes uh, you're not boiling stuff that up about, and that's right? the thing you know because what's the alternative well traditionally the alternative is you get drunk and you have a fight and you release the tension in a very someone negative else. way yeah. yes mm. yes and so i think that if if all you need is to release your tension and and a cry will do that fucking have a cry mate mm. you know masturbate i don't know something that isn't negative basically yeah i remember i remember when i was a i was a, about four and i was crying and my eldest brother said stop feeling sorry for yourself and my brother philip who's like the middle one mm. he said she's fucking four she's allowed to cry <laughs> and i was saying it to phil recently and he was like and I feel that even now, like you're fucking 38, you're allowed to cry. Like it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, and you know, Philip's like, you know, a proper geezer. Yeah. And he's like, well, fucking hell, man. If something terrible's happened, what else you going to do? And I'm like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, and I suppose that it's really great that I have Philip as a, as a male role model in my life because you know, he's, he's like hard as nails but he has a uh, such a um i suppose we would say feminine side because he's he allows people to be in touch with their emotions and i mm. just think it's yeah i, I mean it's really important to me as a woman to have that male in my life because yeah. if any man isn't like that i'm like you're such a dick fuck you know like yeah fuck yeah yeah me. but there's there's many layers i guess and there's many um there's different um forms of it like you're saying with your brother um you know he he allows um others to to be emotional and to find their um uh, release and yes that kind of thing where there's others that but he's still quite manly but there's others where it would be more extreme than that it'd be like well i'm manly you need to be manly stop yes. you know there's, and there's I've, very and much I've never and I've never really understood that, I no, suppose. No, I think, I, I mean, yeah, I, I do think a lot of it's uh, a generation thing. Um, yeah. 
uh i mean it's that whole a part of it is that that age-old argument of nurture versus nature i think it's a bit of both as always um because there are you know my dad my dad's a very emotional person and i would i would consider him a modern man but he's obviously Mm. of the same generation as someone like Haley's dad and Haley's dad is more manly i guess in the traditional Mm -hmm. sense however Mm -hmm. Haley's dad can be emotional as well and he's very comfortable being like that there are other people that i know who are the total extreme but i wonder about i am manly and i will not cry you know well this is and And i will not cry and i will punch you in the face instead and i just think well okay but can't you see that that's that i mean i suppose uh, me being me i just i see those people and i think can't you see that that's you being emotional and that if you just had a good cry you wouldn't want to punch people in the fucking face you know what i mean like god can't you see that no i mean there is i do think there is a part of it that goes back to uh what i was saying about being um the not the breadwinner but in this instance the 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 head of the the head of the family but that that is part of it is being being the breadwinner being the head of the but in in a in a being in charge but also being in charge is being in control yes but with the with good intentions with the purpose of it is Mm. my job to protect the family you know if you have a a family tragedy or something you know Mm. quite often the the father will will take the step up and be like well look you guys have to mourn i'm going to be there for you i'm going to be the rock um, which is absolutely fine, but then you hear the stories of the the father being the rock and then taking himself off at some point during the day and letting it all out, and that is great. That's what should be happening. It's mm-hmm. the ones that be the rock, and then when all the family have gone, they're still being a rock, and it's like, no, you need to release mm-hmm. some tension at some point. Yeah, you need yeah. to, you know. Um, but it, it is. You're right. I mean, it's all down to people men thinking they're showing a sign of weakness and they're not uh i i i find it hard to get my head around because i've never been a macho man i've never been you know um i've always been quite those ideas of what being a macho man is yeah i mean i'm i'm coming from man something to aspire to be no definitely not i mean i mean and again i suppose it's all preference and 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 you know what you like but i grew up with um you know idolizing people like bowie and prince mm. you know what i mean yeah. you know so fucking comfortable in their own skin and yeah. just this is what i'm going to be like and, and what makes you laugh is you've got you've got someone like freddie mercury who was openly gay regardless yeah. of whether he came out or not at the, at the early part of his you know career he was a feminine guy anyway he was you know theatrical leotards whatever what makes me laugh is that nowadays you look at some of the people that listen to queen and you go to clubs or you go to bars or weddings and stuff and the guys that are always up there dancing Mm. to queen are they're like the burly guys with the bald heads and the fuck like the 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 most macho guy and they love it and i think deep down if they were honest you know if you're they envy freddie maybe yeah a little bit. for being so open and stuff yeah you know? and 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 i mean that was before my time by this 
by this point, that era of glam rock and then, you know, Freddie was dead, you know, but before the nine, no, it wasn't before the nineties, was it? It was, um, no, it was, it was early nineties, I think. Yeah. So, so he, he was dead by the time I became really aware of who's who in music and started to really, you know, but that's all I've ever known. Um, well, and you talking about glam rock and stuff, it makes me think that, you know, the sort of what, what people call hair rock in the 80s, oh. like Bon Jovi and stuff. So they and were wearing like, makeup. You know, but the, well. And they're all with the long, flowing mane hair. Yeah. And, Quite, yeah. You know, it's funny this... that actually there's, there's, there's a history there, isn't there, of quite feminine looking And, and even though, men. We, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it always Even feels, though it's all like, Bleh. Yeah, but it always feels like um, that a man being a bit more comfortable with himself being a bit more feminine, you know, when you go through all them periods, um, you know, and when you look, and if we're looking at it specifically from a music point of view, I guess, when you've got, you know, the seventies, you've got glam rock, um, you've got like Mark Boland, T-Rex, um, then you've got Bowie, obviously. And then you've got the eighties, you've got, you know, we've said like all the, all the um, hair rock Duran and all Duran. that. Yeah. Ballet, you know, it always makeup and something. There's always a hint of rebellion about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, they yeah. they're, they're rebelling against something. They're rebelling against the idea of a man, mm. of what a man is, you know. Rather than I'm not a man, I'm a human being, I'm a person. And that's what I've always looked, you know, everyone yeah, is a human being. That's a really good point. There's no, there is no reason why you can't be in, in the same vein that if you were, you know, if you were a gay man, for instance, but you were the most burly macho man ever was, but you were gay, that's fine. That's not a problem. If you were the most... I mean straight man I, in the I've world. I've always thought campers that, that would make I don't you care. more manly. Yeah. I mean, being gay because you're into, you know, really. That's men. the thing. There, you there know should, what I mean? This, and this is what baffles me now is that, and it is very relevant today with, you know, LGBT and even when we're talking about race and diversity and all this. Well, so the other thing that I wanted to talk about was the idea that feminism isn't just for women, right? Hmm. Feminism is for men as well. And I sort of feel that feminism is the wrong word and maybe that's the problem with it because for many years I um I was quite uncomfortable with saying that I was a feminist because I did feel that that word excludes men and it the movement shouldn't exclude <coughs> men it's about equality right okay so maybe what we need nowadays is a new movement that is very inclusive whether you be a person of color or a man yeah. or a woman or whatever and i think that uh, you know i'm not clever enough to start a new political movement but i do think that it's a shame that the the idea of feminism has been um overtaken by women who don't like men yeah yeah. Because that isn't the point. That wasn't that wasn't the point of it, yeah. Um, no. Yeah. It's, it's, it's about yeah. it's about, you know, battling about, the patriarchy. Yeah. Which is just as it's just yeah. as um detrimental to men, the patriarchy, yeah. as it is to women. Yeah. Men are put into positions of like jobs that are 
more dangerous than women mm. and that can feel like that their lives are devalued mm. and that isn't the point so yeah i i wondered what you think what you think about that and the the meninist movement have you heard of the meninist movement oh, what's that <laughs> it's basically the male version of feminism oh so is this um this is in the same vein as people going oh yeah well white lives matter as well and yeah you yeah. know the counter yeah. the the opposite yeah. yeah so so men are getting uptight with women chaining themselves to fences yeah. and now yeah. suddenly yeah. and they're like well no we matter and it's like yeah. we're not saying that and this is the thing maybe maybe in for all good intentions maybe and i do feel like when it comes to diversity and inclusion there's so many different categories now and sections where, where the intent was for everyone to be equal now everyone's got their own category and their own thing and you should identity that. politics yeah you yeah. know yeah. um and it's it's sad it's quite sad and and you know if we're if we're talking about people being equal you know fem- men and women should have you know be paid equal you know they should be treated hmm. equal you for doing sh- the and, same job yeah sure. and and you know um for doing the same job definitely um and then i guess the problem is and again it's all about good intentions but over time what's the word when something so an example of the feminism movement it's gone from um women wanting to be equals to men are the bad guys they're evil over time it's the meanings change i don't know what the word would be for that um well it's bastardized um but only because that is still not the point of feminism and i do think it's a very small vocal angry minority of women Mm. who are like misandrists so rather than rather than feminism changing i think it's just that some women don't like men and that is not fair no to anybody no and i still think that feminism in and of itself still is fighting for equality amongst all people mm. full yeah. stop yeah. you know that i mean that's the end of it and so I do think that maybe there does need to be a different word. But, but then I was, that, talking, I was talking to Kelly earlier and she yeah. was like, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't really think of myself as a feminist. And I was like, you're wrong. You are still a feminist. Hmm. It's just that there are some women who are like, and men are fucking cunts. And it's like, no, well, they wouldn't say that, would they? Because... No. The C they wouldn't word. say the same word. No, that's what I mean. That's the C word. Men are fucking pricks. <laughs> um, it, it's a case of, like a lot of things, you know, you get one or two, you know, everyone's got different opinions and whether you've got the same feelings on, on certain things that bring you together as a group, you're still going to have other opinions and other things. And over time, of course, you know, you get... Um, yeah, I mean, it's like, is it the um, the incel thing? Wasn't that started by a feminist? 
It was started by a queer woman in Canada. Right, okay, sorry, I'm getting that confused. But yeah, but that's but well, I suppose she would probably call herself a feminist. I'm not sure. I, but I, just... I guess the point it still is the same that it was started by someone for one intent, and yes. over the time it's grown, it's been co opted into something disgusting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, the incel movement is fascinating because particularly when i found out about this woman she just you know it, started um, an internet forum is it involuntary celibacy or something involuntary celibacy yeah because there's also volcel which is voluntary celibacy oh, which okay. is which is fine apparently. which is basically volcel's just celibacy just celibate yeah exactly <laughs> yeah i i am be, i'm yeah so. maybe everybody just wants another to fucking sound like they're in a sci-fi yeah. novel you know yeah um Some philip k dick so, bollocks yeah yeah um so she just um you know she was just early 20s and she was having a bit of a hard time in uh college in canada and she was sort of struggling with her sexuality and so she started this forum that was about being involuntarily celibate and you know lots of people came together and it was a very supportive and caring and sharing place to be and then mm. she met somebody and they started dating and she was very happy and she sort of left yeah. the, the forum and then a few years later she just checked in on it and was like what the fuck is this what has happened where basically it just turned into a load of men being like women are cunts and bitches and i hate them and i want to kill them and rape them all and she's like whoa this is not what I set this up to do. How the hell do you get from that to that? Ah, oh, mate, I don't know. Is the short answer, and I and I investigated it a little bit. I read a couple of articles, and I don't know how you get from that to that. I think because hatred and anger are very loud emotions. Mm. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that they the loudest takes over mm. you know the thing with the incel movement is it's it's all just when you're feeling so low and angry and you talk to a friend and they feel low and angry that feeds off of each other doesn't it yes and yeah, yeah, yeah. and i think that you just get further and further into this pit yeah, rather than, yeah, rather than someone be there to be the rock and yeah, someone or to, to say, be sensible and say, yeah. Hey, you know, it's not yeah. that bad. Exactly. Some if, if one person's going, Oh, they're so fucking shit, and the other person goes, Yeah, hey, well, look, it's not that bad, that's a good thing. But if you've got two people, one's going, They're so fucking shit, and the other person's going, Fucking, I know, I hate it. Fuck, you know, it's literally just going to be. It's negative. It just, yeah, yeah, and it just, just it's a vicious and cycle yeah, and it yeah. just, you... And it just grows and grows, other. isn't it? It's and like, it grows, It's like the yeah. slime in Ghostbusters 2. It is. You know. It is exactly like that. that. You know, and all that negative energy in New it's York. It's true. And then before you know, true. the fucking Statue of Liberty is walking around the street. So, no one wants that. No. And I think that that's what has happened with the incel thing. Yeah. And it's so... It's so obvious to me that, you know, you just, they're all just encouraging each other's depression and negativity. Mm. And uh, it, it, it's, 
it's just a never-ending circle yeah yeah hideousness and all and, a, and you know, actually what it all does all they need to do is slap themselves out of it and yeah. get a fucking yeah I don't know, and actually uh, what it, it doesn't really help because it, it it ends up you go from masculine men who can't talk about their emotions committing mm. suicide yeah yeah to, um or doing harm to others because they mm. can't talk about their emotions too men who can easily talk about their negative emotions with other men who end up either committing suicide or hurting others. So it's the same yes, result. Yes, yes, but yes. in two different ways. It's just... It's, and it's so... It makes me so sad because I just think, look, just talk to me for an hour, yeah. right? I, I, I don't even mean me particularly, but, you know, just talk to not these people no, for no. an hour. Yeah, talk to someone maybe close to you. You're, you'll see yeah. that... You know, women aren't Stacey's or um, there's Stacey's and there's another word. And, you know, they just, they they um, diminish everybody mm. into like one of two or three categories. So yeah. there's Chad's and there's Stacey's and there's another one. And it's like, okay, but men and women aren't just these like cut out figures. No. They're all individual people and yes it is easy to sit there and say oh all of those sorts of people are like this and all of those sorts of people are like that we do it ourselves and we do it with a a, a massive dose of humor when we say like oh well you know they uh, probably read the sun or oh they probably watch Mrs. Yeah, Brown's yeah, 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 yeah. but at least we are we have a self-awareness i suppose mm. that they seem to be lacking and all they need is to just come off of that forum, go to a pub, talk to someone else. Yeah. And they'll see that the world is a massive place and isn't just broken down into these very neat categories of like men who get all the women and men who are just, um, you know, all, all of these expressions like cucks and, soy boys and you're like what the fuck are you people talking about it's do just you, do you even know what that, that means insane. what cuck cucks are soy, soy boys. boys yeah a cuck is um it's from the word cuckold which is uh, a man who allows his wife to sleep with other men because oh, okay. he's not he's not um he masculine enough for her right okay so he's a cuck um and a soy boy is somebody it sounds like uh it it seems like it's somebody who's like left-leaning a little bit little bit liberal maybe they're gay they're uh they're just a bit of a lefty wanker you know mm. soy boy and is that is that in cell that is talk, they're, they're is both it? they're both in cell talk uh, but uh, as well as in cell it's the whole like pickup artist movement the meninist thing mm. um there's a, another group that's called men going their own way and all of them basically what they share in common is they hate women mm. because women ain't fucking them really yeah i mean that's the that's the bottom so line it's got it's, they're it's, not getting they're it's not, not getting even late. got anything to do with our women are, are too vocal nowadays they're you know they're trying to do our jobs and stuff it's got well every, they are everything. too vocal but it's got um, more to do with the fact that 
you're they're not, not getting fucked. They're not getting shagged. Yeah. yeah, that's what it boils down to. And I just think, well, if you stopped looking at, at women as just sexual objects, also maybe one of them would fuck you. Also, if you stopped um, sitting on your computer all the fucking time, moaning about it, and actually went out into the world, quite you might meet someone. But this is the problem. The internet's a very easy place now to. Uh, It's a crazy place. You know, everyone feels really comfortable, don't they? Spouting their opinion. Yeah, yeah. Um, They wouldn't say it to your face, but they're really comfortable typing it all out, which is why the the internet can be so negative. Aside from cat videos and stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's all I look at. Yeah, the internet's a funny. It's like Twitter is a funny place, isn't it? I I try to starting to hate Twitter. <laughs> I yeah, uh, I, I, I try to. Got your rosé. Got my rosé. I've got it because it said Hardy Ha Ha, Hardy Ha, Hardy Da. Mm. Anyway, it's from Iceland. The shop, not the country. Do you um, do you think that um, commercialism plays a big part in what a man should be like nowadays? Like you know, yeah, what they should look do. like, what they should smell like, what they should be wearing. Well, men need to smell like concepts. What do you mean? Cool sport, rush. Africa, Ice. Africa, smell yeah, yeah, like yeah. Africa. Yeah, links Africa. Where women smell other, like vanilla. Other, other deodorants fruit. are available. Um, do you do you know um, links in the states is called Axe? Axe, what's spelled A X E? I guess. I mean, that's a manly weapon, isn't it? Like a, a man that holds uh, someone that holds an axe. That's a lumberjack. That's a man. That's a that's a man. That's a you know, checkered shirt, big old beard, um, trucker hat, you know, that's... Weapon. Weapon, yeah. Because I mean, the axe is all, a fucking... Because all men are violent. Yes. And if you're not, you're a pussy. Yeah. I find that funny, the whole pussy thing. Pussy. Because if you kick a man in the bollocks, that's really painful. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not unpainful to kick a woman in the vagina, but um, <laughs> you know, uh, why not just be like, "Oh, you're such a testicle," because that's weak. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I mean, people are like, "Oh, it's because it's um, it's from the word pusillanimous, pusillanimous," um, but it's not. Hmm. So what's this? Um... I've never heard the term before until you mentioned it. Pickup artist. What's that all about? Oh, you see, you don't need to know what a pickup artist is because you are a happily married man. No, but for, for the pickup pick artist. For the, have you ever seen the movie Hitch? Oh, um, Will Smith. Yeah. yeah. So he's sort of like a positive pickup artist in that, because uh, I watched it the other day, in that he's not. For research. Um, for research, yeah. <laughs> And that I have Sky Movies and I ought to watch some some movies. Yeah. Um, but in the uh during the film, I don't I don't know if you've ever watched it or you watched it recently enough to remember, but during the film there's a man who um wants to utilize Will Smith's hitch services okay. and Hitch says, 
basically, do you really love this woman? And he's like, no, I just want to fuck her. I mean, essentially. And Hitch is like, well, fuck off then. Because the point is, is that Hitch is trying to get men out of their own way and to just have enough confidence to talk to the woman that they really like. It's a very, it's a very nuanced message in a rom-com. It doesn't work in the rom-com. It, right. you know, it's too, it, it's too finely tuned. I think what Hitch wanted to do, but anyway, so a pickup artist is the idea that there is a rule book that men can use to pick up women because women will react well to negging. Do you know what negging is? I do not. <laughs> so negging is when you say something like, "Oh, when you say, yeah, I do know." Um, when you it's say like, like a backhanded oh, compliment. That's, a, that's a lovely coat. Um, I've seen so and so that's got a nicer one, or something like that. Where you say something like, "You." You're not that pretty, but I think you're very good looking. Oh, okay. So it's got nothing to do with coats. <laughs> nothing to do with coats. Oh. Unless you say something like, you know, that coat is very old fashioned, but you wear it well. Well, okay. Or uh, it's you, not very nice, you, but you yeah. look okay in it. Yeah. You, know? you, you smell like shit, but I happen to like shit. <laughs> A little okay, bit. Then. And they were like, oh, hang so I was, I was. Yeah. I was on the sleeper train to um, to Inverness, I think was the final stop. Anyway, I was on the sleeper train and uh, my friend Sarah and I were in the bar because what else? You Where else do? would you be? Exactly. We were talking to this woman who was buying us drinks. She was a really nice woman. She had a bottle of wine and then we bought her a bottle of wine and we all just hanging out. Had a little chat. Yeah. Wine. Yeah, yeah. It's great. And then this guy, <laughs> so fucking obvious. This guy started talking to us and it was like two in the morning or maybe three in the morning. And he said, well, you know, we're not the best looking people in the world, but I think, I think you're really, I think you're really cool. Should, and I just, to me, yeah, 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 yeah. And I said, no, we're not the best looking people in the world. And I think you're a twat. And just <laughs> left it. But the woman who had been drinking with us mm. went off with him. Uh, and I was like, oh, it's so, like it works. Negging absolutely works. Because so there that, was a part of me that was like, oh yeah, I'm really cool though. So that's obviously a play on the on the word negativity. Negging. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I could have this totally wrong, but because I've never seen it. But that film with Steve Carell and Ryan Gosling isn't that a kind of pickup artist film? Ryan Gosling is a pickup artist, absolutely. Right, doesn't he teach yes. Steve Carell something about a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, crazy stupid, crazy, love? crazy stupid love. Is it crazy, crazy stupid, stupid love? love. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Is that more of a serious, crazy, crazy sexy love? Serious hitch, is it? Um. Maybe, except that the thing with Hitch is that he is paid by these people. Right. Like, that's his job. Where Ryan Gosling, I don't think that was his job, was it? I only saw it once. I don't know. Is he, I've never seen it. Is he just trying to encourage the guy, so. Steve Carell, not to be an incel? <laughs> no, because Steve Carell's married in it. So was he... I don't know. All so I what's he trying to do then? 
Is he trying to be? Well, no. A Ju- so Julianne Moore's character splits up with Steve Carell, and Steve Carell is being miserable. There, there is, there is a bit where Steve Carell's daughter, who's something like seventeen, yes, um, she's a babysitter right. to a thirteen-year-old okay. who's in love with her, which is perfectly acceptable. Of course, typical. But at the end of the film, yeah. she gives him a Polaroid of her naked. Which even at the time I was like, that's a bit dodgy, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, that's got even you know that that took a turn. Mm. Fucking hell! And I think she's in love with her teacher. Oh Jesus! I mean, yeah, could be making that up. Isn't it interesting? I mean, for me, the 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 people that I think of that are really manly are often associated with some kind of not female attribute, but they're not your typical masculine man. Like for instance, um, like we've already spoke about Bowie and we, you know, we've mentioned guys like that, but is it Bowie or Bowie? I always say Bowie, but I always say wrong. Bowie, David yeah. Bowie. Yeah. Please, please uh, email I think in to let us know. I think it's Bowie yeah. because it's a Bowie knife, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. But, but uh, someone that springs to mind is Dustin Hoffman. And I think he's, he's a man, course, he's a man, uh, and he did Tootsie. And he, yeah. And he did it so well. And I actually, for me, I think you're more of a man if you're comfortable doing that and you not necessarily pull it off, but you're comfortable enough for it to I be think, really... I think if you are... You know, Tim Curry, fucking hell, Frankenfurter. If amazing. you are uh, confident in your sexuality... Say, that you're more of right? a man, yeah. You're more a man... Because... You, my brothers have never, I've never heard them be like, you're so fucking gay. Oh, you yeah, fucking yeah. homo. Yeah. They've never said anything like that in my, yeah. not in my earshot yeah. anyway. And, you know, living with them for as long as I did, I would have heard something. Mm. But when I was a teenager, I had a lot of male friends and there were one or two who would be so like, Oh, you're so gay. That's so gay. Oh my God, you're so gay. In, in this way that made me go, maybe they're gay. That's what, that's what. Yeah, the they, they is. keep saying it. So and yeah. I remember saying try, to Kelly. Are you trying to tell me something? You know? Yeah, yeah. I remember saying to Kelly, don't you find it interesting? And she'd be like, yeah, I do find it interesting. Mm. Yeah, well, they, what, did, do you know if any of them became gay? There was one guy and he was like a friend of a friend of a friend, you know? Mm. And I always heard stories about this guy. And how, you know, he had a fight with somebody once because somebody called him gay. And, uh, you know, so that that story would filter back and you'd be like, oh, right, did he? And then one day I heard a story about him that was he had had sex with a man, but he wasn't gay because the man in question was a celebrity. And I was like this dude is the gayest dude I've ever heard of, you know, and having sex with a man is pretty gay. If you're a man yourself. I mean, yeah, I mean, it is pretty much, I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the point, right? As, as a man, having sex with another man is probably the gayest thing that you can do. I would well, think so. Th- that's, that's whatever, whatever you're feeling. That's, that's on a, on a super Mario scale that's the boss surely that's the bowser yes bowser i've 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 had sex with a man i have now completed so i said so i heard this story and i said i think he's gay 
Yeah. I think that's what the situation is here. And everything you've ever told me about this dude has always made me think that he's gay. And it's cool. Like, I'm not judging him. No, it's fine. But, like, he really needs to just come out of that closet because Nani mm. is cold. I think modern masculinity, I think the stigma, I think when you think of it, you think straight away of straight men. And as you've said, and us obviously talking about gay men as well, people shouldn't think of modern masculinity and only think of straight men. I think it, yeah, it, that's it, it should also be, you know, whatever your um, preference is, you know, anyone could be a modern masculine person. Um, what do you think of the, I think the term toxic masculinity? I do not know what it is, so tell me. Um, so, like, toxic masculinity is the idea that, um, for example, it's a bit gay if you're using an umbrella. What? Well, so you're just going to pick you're going to pick out anything just to say, oh, be a man, go outside, you know? Yeah, um, basically. You know, it's this, it, this, 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 it, or, or you know, like. You know, like, like, like it's snowing outside and it's minus five. Why are you wearing a jumper? Like, yes. Just wear a t-shirt. Yes, like you're such a pussy. Why are yeah, you? Yeah, why? Yeah. That's toxic masculinity. Really? What? What do? Yeah. So what do you? Think it probably. That? I mean, that's basically. I mean, it, all of the negative traits of being a man. Does it go back to what we were saying just a minute ago about um, almost deflecting the attention of yourself? I'm actually um, whatever. I'm actually gay, or I'm actually insecure or i'm actually emotional or i'm actually whatever yeah, maybe but maybe. i would deflect that onto someone else i know my best friend my little brother my my cousin whatever and go oh why are you doing that you know are you gay it's like well no actually are you gay yeah one that keeps mentioning bring it out yeah it, what do you think of um the expression boys will be boys uh do you think it just excuses quite terrible behaviour? Oh, well, boys will be boys, won't they? So, you know, I rape, think, I mean, well, boys will be boys. I mean, that's quite... Like, well, well, that, yeah, that's, I know, but I'm, but I'm using an extreme Yeah, but I've never example. been in that situation where I've said, oh, so -and -so, did you hear so-and-so rape someone? I go, no, well, boys... I've never been in that. I've well, been in that situation where it's been, oh, you never guess what, what oh, so-and-so's only fucking cheated on... Suzanne yeah okay ever. so that's that's and then you example. go oh boys will be boys it's not rape but it's no but that's a good example right yeah so uh that you, you can't that, that is boys will be boys no, but that, somebody that's, cheated on someone. that's exactly the same as oh while the cat's away yes but it's, it's always not, about men yeah they shouldn't the cat, um, while the cat's away is always mice, yeah is always men are allowed to be the mice will play you know yeah um we, I think we spoke about this before when we, we were saying about, isn't it interesting how if a woman sleeps with, you know, yes, three Jolene. different men, oh, yeah, Jolene, she's a slut. Whereas if a man sleeps with 20 other women, he's, he's a god. And he is. But I'm not sure. I, I don't know. Maybe from... It depends on what like group you're in, what circles of you course, kind of, of course. like frequent. But depending on your on your group, like if you're all in that inclined in that way of thinking, then that's what's going to happen. If you're in a group of lads and he says, "Oh, I've just cheated on," so they're going to be like, "Oh yeah, well done." Personally, in my group, we don't think like that. If one of us 
said, I've cheated on our partner, our wife. Misses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the other four would be like, you're a fucking knob. And we'd be really annoyed and pissed off and angry and upset. So it's... I get... Isn't it interesting that you all, I, I suppose, you all acknowledge, though, that the wider societal view is... Yeah, go on, yeah. go on, son. Yeah, and it's just that you you are all being like, I suppose, contrary to that by being like, that's awful. Why would you do that? But you love yeah. your missus. Why would yeah. you cheat? Yeah, on yeah, her? yeah. I honestly don't know. Don't know why that's still a thing. I just it's can't. Weird, isn't I it? I can't tell you. I, I can honestly cannot tell you because I've never been that way inclined to think. And I've never hung around with people like that. I can't tell you why there's an attitude of, yeah, go on, my son. I, I just don't, I've never understood Because there's that. this idea of um, sowing your oats. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's, a, it's a weird one. It's, it's partly, I think, to do with the idea that biologically a woman can only carry one man's child at a time mm. and a man can obviously get more than one woman pregnant at a time mm. but why are either of those things acceptable like i uh, i understand that monogamy is partly societal and partly mm. um cultural yeah it's a funny one isn't it I, yeah. i've never really understood like Whoa, go on go on son yeah. How do you how do you find the idea of bants? I fucking hate bants. Before you before um, you even answer, I fucking hate bants. Are you, do you uh, do you mean like if I if I go to a pub and there's another group of lads in there? Me, yeah, lads, 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 lads. Um, I usually whoa. go and sit away from them because they're pricks. You normally no. uh, sit and talk to me. Yeah, go, you know, oh, but. Because and I say that because you and I have been in pubs where there have been bants happening, and I didn't know you very well at the time, and you sat with me and we bemoaned the fact that bants was happening. It's just like... I I happen to recall one particular occasion oh, really? we were in a pub in King's Cross. Yeah, and I I was sitting with Mead. And we were like, oh, fucking lads with their bants. And you came and sat with us. And I was like, these fucking lads, lads, lads. And you were like, oh, tell me about it. And that's when we bonded. Oh, okay. I mean, you just sound like a wanker. So not you, but them. Um, and I just... I am a wanker. It's I, fine. I can't, be, <laughs> I can't be bothered with it. Like, no, no I find. That, and you, you sound, you do, a, you sound like a wanker. You think you sound really cool. You think you sound um, like, like one-upmanship or something. Yeah. I, I'm not it's sure. Like, it's like what you don't realise in your little group going, "Yeah, go on, my son," and and being really loud so everyone can hear you. You sound obnoxious, and everyone doesn't like you. So move on. Yeah, jog on. I, I remember. Also, that's not going to get you any decent, like tail tail or whatever um but then i think do you know what do these people want a decent meaningful relationship no but you know what so they'll die sad and lonely but they do but yeah because what they do want is a meaningful relationship 
but they don't know how to get it, I think. And they think that, in my experience, whenever a man has been like, bounce, bounce, bounce at me, they feel like they're outwitting you. Um, I remember one guy in particular saying to me, I like talking to you because you always give as good as you get. And I said to them, I find your conversation tiresome. <laughs> I'm such a fan. And I can't be asked to talk to you. Did you properly. then call over your sub, um, like your service and say off with his head or something? No. And yeah. then they say I find your conversation tiresome. <laughs> Please they say, leave. They said my area now. Your well jokes. And I said, okay. Oh, your well jokes. And then, um, yeah, your well jokes. You're so dry, isn't it? And I said, yeah. So, please fuck off. I am. I am so dry. Yeah. Um, speaking of incels, I wonder if one of the earliest kind of examples of incel was Jack the Ripper. Oh, that's interesting, isn't it? Because he had a thing about women, obviously. He obviously did. He obviously yeah. did. Mm. Mm. Well, I mean... And if you but, go is back... it, but isn't that just true of any of those sorts of serial killers? Oh, I mean, you. he was the first kind, wasn't he? Well, he yeah. He was the I first... Mean, but is it back to what we were saying earlier on about not being comfortable with, around women and bottling up that... I mean, there's obviously other other factors involved in being a serial well, killer. I, think I know that, that but yeah, is that part of it? Is I, I that... think that one of the things is that men tend to be stronger than women. And, and that's what like, I mean. Are serial killers seeking masculinity through that way? By, by overpowering yeah. weaker Yeah, because weaker they're all forms people, of overpowering, yeah. aren't they? Oh, of course. The, the lads in the it's pub. Like, the lads in the pub. Yeah, and, and I mean, the lads, and the and the guys that you're talking at you uh, talk talking to you at work, and the serial killers. It's all that form of overpowering. Of course, I mean, power and um, taking over power is such an important thing. Full stop. Right. So, like, um, rape tends to be about power and not sex. Yes. And I I know that it's um, you know an extreme thing yeah, but so yeah, serial yeah. killers so you brought it up yeah, this yeah time. well no it's just because yeah. um but you know it, it isn't Keep it about it. yeah of course <laughs> of course look yeah. next time we'll do a light-hearted one yeah so looking forward not to every that. not everything is uh light-hearted oh, and not everything serious and oh, that's what yeah. i like about vicky goes on and on come on at gmail.com uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah um but yeah no i think you're right and i think that i think that the point is is that it is about traditionally serial killers are men commonly and i think it is about the idea that men need to be in control and in mm. charge mm. and if they don't feel in control and in power and in charge then they take it out and sometimes in negative ways yes. where it is about rape or being a bully or being a serial killer 
or yeah. whatever you know you know sometimes it's about abuse of their place in the world and um you know the amount of priests who abuse their the, the young the young boys. yeah yeah you know that they're, they're men and they're in power they're in a position of authority and it's yeah. about it's about taking that position of authority to the nth degree yeah i suppose yeah and and probably because they're not in power or in control of any other part of their life yeah i i honestly don't think with modern masculinity there's any negatives in it at all i think it's very it's a very positive thing i think modern masculinity as it stands at the moment to be comfortable and confident in yourself to be a little bit um for want of a better word feminine to be in touch with that side of you to be comfortable with not being the macho man i think oh, so, that, so here's that a, only comes out of positivity the, the negativity is what you what we've been talking about is the the reaction to that from the macho man the guys that find themselves masculine it's because they're they're taking back that little bit of power they've got left they're trying to be little the guys that are in touch with their you know feminine side yes. are emotional are, they are trying to they're be trying to and that's where i suppose i get a little bit confused like why why does it matter to you mm. if somebody's a cuck or a soy boy yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, an, or whatever what difference is, is it making to your everyday life it's not so like don't worry about it i need to ask as we're talking about modern masculinity and living in the modern world as we do do you have any favorite beacons i guess or Poor um, i was going to say of pe well-known people that you look to as a modern man as uh, as inspiration for for others that might be a little bit uncomfortable with being a bit more fluid in their skin and just and, and, and i'm not saying in terms of sexual yeah like literally just anything like, david bowie but for the modern world yeah like and, and that's the thing i'm not talking about putting on makeup and stuff i'm talking about literally no. just maybe giving someone a hug as little as that you know that kind Paul of Rudd, man paul rudd is paul is rudd a, louis through yeah um you know because paul rudd right he's just everyone's friend i just feel like he's just a really nice guy yeah and this yeah. will help us to one day get him on the podcast sure but <laughs> But he's just so friendly and charming. I, I suppose that's the point, right? Is I want people mm. to be charming, not manly or womanly or mm. powerful. Just have some charm about you. To be friendly and amenable and kind. Whenever I see him being him, he's just being him there's no two ways about it you you know there are some people particularly in the hashtag me too thing where it comes out that they were being a bit of a dick and i go yeah no that doesn't surprise me oh that person oh yeah well mm. i can kind of see that right it would shock me to my very bones if anything ever came out that paul rudd was you know untoward oh, yeah right because he just seems like a really charming, affable guy. Yeah, yeah. And that's all he's I a, want he's from a, anyone. He's a fine he's a example of the modern man. Isn't he? Because he's very, 
he's very manly in a lot of ways you know you look at oh i needed to i was going to text you the other day but i thought i'll leave you alone for a minute i was watching something the other day and they said um what is it that you know when fans see you what is it that they say and without but before the interviewer even finished the question paul rudd says slap the bass slap the bass slap the bass slap the bass man oh i love him so much where I would be just, I don't know, what would I say to him? I love you, man. I say, at the end of the conversation with him, I'd be like, uh, ladies on the menu, or um, <laughs> I'll see you now, or I'll see you in another time. Um, <laughs> yeah, I oh love Paul Rudd, okay. we love you. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I think him, uh, Louis Theroux, basically men who are, you know, I don't think particularly weak men, you know, physically, but they're very in touch with their emotions. Mm. I don't think it's weak for men to admit that they have feelings. I think that's perfectly fucking valid. Yeah. Of course it is. And whenever a man has been like, oh, I'm very sad. I'm like, okay, I will be your friend. But I don't think it's weak for men to cry. It's no, I fine. don't. I think I, I think... find it. I find it difficult yeah. when men cry because I find it difficult when anybody cries. Yeah, of course. Like guys, all of you collectively, come on. Yeah. There is so much more to you, isn't there? Yeah. You know, like you were saying, being the breadwinner. There's yeah. so much more to being oh. than just being the breadwinner. You don't have to be one thing. You can be so. Late. Right, you can be so late, and and guys. I mean, like my that, dad, my dad was the 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 main breadwinner in. Yeah, but house. but that's not to say, yeah, yeah. But when he was doing that, your your mum was looking after you guys and bringing you up, so she was working just as hard in a different way. So, um, yeah, absolutely. But, no, absolutely. But but you know, guys like that. Do you know what? If you want to be the beefcake, you can train and work hard, and aesthetically, you can look like the beefcake. But if you're layered, and you've but got like, Faults. That's the thing, though, isn't them, it? And you've got confidence. You can be you the beefcake. Even you don't more of a man. Only have to be a no. Beefcake. You can be so much more than that, and yes. and be even more manly than you think you are. It's not all about pecs and pecs and, and sex. Pecs and sex and muscles and an attitude of oh, guy. It's not all no, about. And so women who are aspiring to just be with that beefcake, who's nothing more than pecs and sex you shouldn't be with those women no because they're they're assholes too don't do don't be with those women and women don't be that kind of woman yeah and men don't be with those women and don't be that kind of man men you know you don't need to be more feminine just open up a little bit more just relax a little bit more don't worry about being manly or masculine just be you know like yeah. don't worry about the the societal gender stereotypes that you've been force fed just be you yeah james just you know although you are a man and i'm well aware of it i don't think of you as like my man friend i think of you as james you know thank you and that's you're welcome and that's but that's what we need to do is think yes. of everybody as yeah. James or Vicky or Susan or Kelly or Haley or whatever. Like it's mm. fine. Just, just be who you are and stop stressing about the 
expectations that you think society is putting on you yeah like who gives a shit man life's too short for that and hasn't this year proven that well it is you know going full circle i am a modern man in 2020 you are a modern man (laughs) but you are but you are in the year of 2020 I mean, when I when I very first met you, I, I did think... I think I was a lad. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, it is true that I, I did... That's, I that's the Gravesendian in me. <laughs> is that what you called yourselves? Gravesendians? Not anymore. <laughs> I, uh, I remember, and I know that you won't, because you've proven it many a time. <laughs> when I, whenever I talk about when we first met, you're like, really? I remember when we went round the circle, I don't remember what you said, but I do remember thinking, all right, <laughs> Kent like <laughs> Excellent. Whatever. Excellent. Um, but, you know, we do make sweeping... Of course, of course, you know. Um, you know, we um, all... But very quickly, like I said, very quickly, when we, we then went to a pub and it was, you know, that same day... And you came and sat with us and I was like, all right, maybe he's not lad, 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 but I don't know about the cut of his jib still. He's from Gravesend. How after all. dare you? <laughs> I, think I was I've, right. I think I've proven you wrong. Well, listen, of all of those people in the comedy group, I only talk to you. I know. I'm doing a podcast with you. I'm, know, not, doing a, I'm not doing a podcast are, with anyone we are, else. In that we way. are best friends. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And it's um, and for many years we will be. Oh, good, yeah. Paul Rudd, if you're listening, please email in. Vicky goes on and on at gmail.com. <laughs> we really, we really ought to. Please, Paul, um, please. <laughs> please. We really ought to, like, say, I don't know. Um, we can't tag him on Twitter. Because he doesn't do it. No, yeah. I know. But maybe we'll like find the name of his agent. Yeah. Or well, we'll we'll tag Seth I'll, I'll Rogan. I'll tag Seth Rogan. And we'll yeah. say, could you Seth pass Rogan. it on to Paul Rudd? You know, um, he's released, he's going to be in An American Pickle. It's, I watched the trailer and I, I don't know, somehow I'd missed out what the film was called. And I was going, I know this story. Why do I know this story? It was like an hour in the rabbit hole of the internet hmm. before I figured out. I read the short story that this that this film is based on. Right, okay. But it was like, you know, when you're like, oh, maybe I'm a genius or a, yeah, yeah, yeah. a, a fortune teller. How do I know what this story is? Like, I'm yeah. I'm amazing. Yeah. No, I'm not. I just read a thing. I read a short story once. Yeah, but you know. Knowledge is anyway, pow- well, power. Yes, but also memory would be really helpful. Yep, but that's why we but have the when internet. Your, when your mind and Seth's We have knowledge, age, yeah. When your mind and Seth's age, uh, at least he has the excuse that he smokes a lot of weed. I don't yeah. smoke any weed. No, but he does a lot I of do... pot- pottery now, doesn't he? He does, and I think... And he's, he's very good at it. He's very good he at it. He is very good. He makes like ashtrays and clever vases and stuff. For all the weed. Yeah, vases so he can grow weed, ashtrays so he can smoke them. We can hashtag him. He'll be fine. He's he's a he's a good lad. Mm. He's all right. He seems like a f- a crack. <laughs> Not a crack pipe. No. Although he could probably I... make one of them. So. Maybe maybe he ought to. 
This has been a Head Full of Straw production of Vicky Goes On and On with Vicky Stokes and James Wells. Thank you.